Now, futurist medical doctor, Dr. Rose Phillips, um, of course, giving us her insights as a futurist, as an executive. Of, uh, 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 no, I should, I should actually call you a recovering executive, right? <laughs> Sorry. She says, hi, I'm Rose, and I used to be a managing executive and an MD. And now... <laughs> I'm yes, <laughs> and it's and it's been and it's been two years since I was last in that position. I am recovering. You are recovering. <laughs> so we are going to be, you know, today's topic is closing the chapter. You know, Doctor Rose's top seven takeaways, and you know, it is time now for this for this uh, African futurist and also the director of value creation at Gibbs Business School. Um, you know, to 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 talk about those takeaways so rose i'm gonna leave it up to you i'm not gonna do any of this formal reading and whatever i'm gonna let's let's just have a conversation around this i mean you started and then people must check your website out as well shameless plug hold on uh rosephillips.com check it out (laughs) perfect perfect yeah hello to you your last hour hello listeners hello hello yeah, end of an institution, Kino. Really an honor to share this final hour on the radio with you. Thank you, Rose. I'm ready with my tissues. <laughs> I had them earlier on in the show. But, Rose, I mean, it's, you know, uh, I'll be honest. I mean, I've, and I've said this to you, and Rose couldn't figure out why I said it to her. I said, you know what, you, one of the main reasons I've decided to do what I had to do, because when I spoke to you uh, last year, I think it was before COVID, before my COVID, um, yes. you were talking to me about this leap that you were taking, um, that you were moving away. You decided to step down from your group executive post at APSA. So it was just over a year ago, isn't it? Or just yeah. not, not even that long ago. Um, you decided to, to step down from that and you were going to do some soul searching and do some planning. And uh, you always said to me that you always want to be relevant in the now, yeah. which which really resonated with me. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about your journey before we get into any of the, you know, the, and, and I'm sure it will be encapsulated in the seven takeaways, but just your journey itself. It's always been one of rediscovery. Yes, it, it really has been. And, and I am completely driven by two things. Um, and not legacy, because when I'm dead, I'm dead, I won't know. Uh, you know, when I'm dead, I won't know anything. So whatever the world looks like after I'm dead, that would be completely irrelevant to me. Mm. But at least first and foremost, like you say, be relevant in the year and now, uh, number one. Yeah. And number two, make, make, an, make an impact. Make an impact to as many lives as I possibly can. And, and, and that's sort of been what's driving me. And, and it's by, driven me till today, to be honest. Absolutely. And I think it's difficult, though, to kind of be driven by something, but then to take the leap, Rose. Yes. And in fact, the, the, the lesson that I, that I learned myself, and I, I do this a couple of times, um, I always say to people, don't ever put a challenge in front of me because I'm sure to take the challenge. And, and I'm usually very, very scared. I remember when you and I chatted about us doing the show, mm. I said, oh, butterflies, I can feel butterflies. Um, <laughs> and when I feel butterflies in my tummy, that's when I know I should do it because I know I'm going to learn something. I might fail, 
but you know you learn the most from your failures exactly. than, than you learn necessarily from always winning you don't really Correct. learn that much and you don't grow and if you don't grow how are you relevant and if you don't grow and you're not relevant how do you create an impact that is meaningful so so always number one a challenge and then the second thing i've learned over the many years is really you can do anything you set your mind to and somebody once said to me mm. you know what just take the leap and when you take the leap, you will find your wings. Yeah. Like any bird that, that, that gets kicked out of a nest or kicks himself out of a nest, you find your wings. And so just you must just be driven by the things that you are passionate about. The worst thing you can do in life is to be complacent or to be in a comfort zone. There's a Snoopy advert, um, you know, Snoopy Peanuts. Um, and, and, and and Snoopy and Charlie are chatting and yeah. um, Charlie says to, and you must have heard it also, uh, listeners mm. must have also heard it, um, Charlie says to Snoopy, oh, um, you only live once. And Snoopy says to Charlie, no, you only die once. You live every day. <laughs> and, uh, and and that's, that's, my, that's my motto. So while I'm a futurist and I think about the future a lot, I guess one of the most recent discoveries for me is you can't really determine a future without acting today. So every moment that you live, every moment that you live matters. And yeah. you and you must be you must be aware. You you mm-hmm. must you must be present in every moment of your life as, as much as you possibly can. And I think that COVID is probably one of those biggest lessons around being present in the moment because tomorrow might never come. Yeah, it's, it's, it is so, 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 so true. Um, when, and I'm still just thinking about your analogy of the bird and the wings and the nervousness and the butterflies and the, and the difference between, you know, people who eventually make it and those who stay in jobs. And this is not a swipe against anybody who stayed in, stays in a job. They're really good people doing jobs and, 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 and creating their own value in that way, right? So, But the biggest difference is some people are too scared mm-hmm. to put what they already have grown at risk. And you get this mindset where you're going, oh, but what if I lose the house? What if I lose you know, my extra home? What if that, that apartment that I have... I can't sustain it and it's going to go, where's my pension going to come from? Mm. And that type of fear cripples people. Very that, much. So. That type of fear says, no, I don't want to do it because I already have this. But what you don't know is that your life could be turned upside down because the only difference between you and your security and someone who might work on contract even is about 30 days. Yeah. Right? Yeah, very much so. And Very much so. we, and I've learned, I for a long time thinking, oh, you know, and my, my lovely father-in-law says, Kino, Kino, you're going to need those, those apartments for your pension. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to need them for my pension because I'm going to build that value right here, right now. And I'm going to make mistakes, but I'm going to learn and I'm going to continue mm. building that value. Same and thing. you're going to do yeah. something that you love. And, while, and, you know, when you do things you love, actually all the other things fall into place. My first job was a doctor, right? Mm. I mean, biggest status thing that you could possibly have, especially when you're the first child in the family to ever go to university. And, and my father said to me, your pension, my child, your pension. What about your pension? Just like your father-in-law mm. is telling you about your pension. Um, mm. 
And and I said to my dad, I think I'll sort out my pension maybe a little bit later. Let me just explore, mm. explore the, the world. And that's also why I have about five passports. My, my five passports are my passport to new horizons. I look at those passports as the physical manifestations of my journey. Yeah. Because they're physical manifestations of me constantly looking for new horizons. It's not just about traveling necessarily, but also just expanding my horizons, learning new things. Yep. And if I can walk away from medicine, and I have done medicine, I've been a scientist, I've been a management consultant, I have worked in multiple countries in the world, um, I've been an executive at a bank, and now I am an executive at, a, at an educational institution, a business school. I would never have, I would never even have imagined that this is where I would have landed up and I get to spend time with Kino on radio. Never <laughs> thought I would be able to end up here if I didn't take that leap. But the yeah. second point I want to make, you know, is for those people that are scared, trust me, even us that have done this for 30 years mm. of, of moving from one career to the next career to the next career, mm. every time we do it, we feel the butterflies. Yep. You never ever don't feel the butterflies. So it's, it's not about if you're scared, don't do it. If you're scared, do it because everybody's scared. Exactly. It's not like I'm not afraid. I'm sure you also. You're oh, my word, I'm afraid. <laughs> you've got trepidations, I'm sure, about the yeah. next chapter, but you're going to do it. No, I do. I mean, I, I think one of the, cli- one, of the cli- one of the first things people need to do just to help temper that is to mm. give what we call a runway. Right. Mm. So if, you, if you're going to try and make a move, Try and cut down on the superfluous in your life and put, as my, my, my one colleague puts it, an FU fund together, right? <laughs> Start putting your FU fund together so that when you eventually decide to leave, you've got, I'd say, a minimum of six months, somewhere around there, six to eight months, yeah. maybe longer. Um, but, but say six months, I reckon, is, is just about sweet spot stuff, right? Six months to... Go out there and venture into that new reality of yours. Because yeah, so the six months, the mm. six months you know, are for people that are not that risk averse. Sometimes somebody needs about a year because they're a little bit more mm. risk averse, right? But yeah. the point is, put a little bit of a of a fund away from mm. you for the for the rainy day. Yeah, but I mean, if you've, you you know, it's like business. You, you, people also have balance sheets, right? Mm. So you might not have the capital available, but you might have I don't know an apartment that has got liquidity in it. And you might have had that apartment for a long time. You know that there's a trigger point in that journey of six months or eight months, and you go, okay, um, I'm going to have to trigger the sale of this particular apartment. Because you know, one thing I've learned is never become emotionally attached to, to stuff. Please, don't become emotionally attached to another apartment that you have. Sell the damn thing, and if you, especially if you've got some good traction and you need a little bit of extra to get over the line, give yourself that headway and and some financial um people are going to go no 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 you mustn't do that what's going to happen you're going to lose your flat to hell with the flat man if you if if you've got the right people the the, the, you know as as kit van sells his knowledge networks finance will follow yeah even the pharaohs you Mm. know and and we probably all are very familiar with the egyptian pharaohs and the pyramids even the pharaohs, when they took all the gold and stuff with them, mm. um, the gold is still here, but they are gone. So <laughs> you can't take it with you um, whatsoever. So so make make good use of it and use it as a bit of an investment to to tie you over 
as you pursue that passion project that you have. But the thing about passion projects, and those of us that have lived into our 50s, trust me, it bothers you until you die. It bothers you. It, it constantly bothers you. Why didn't I? I should, I should, mm. I should, I should. And, and yeah, and eventually it, it's the sound of this, this, I should be doing this, is so loud in your ears that it, it, it almost doesn't leave you alone. It's what people call a midlife crisis. Mm. Um, but but um, but yeah, listen listen to your midlife crisis. And the second point, I guess, we've spent a year and a half with each other talking about yep. the future trends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And sometimes it might sound a little bit doom and gloom. But I, I do want to say to people that on this continent, with the move towards digital technologies, yes, yep. we've got a lot of problems we still need to solve, and in there mm. is opportunity. I am convinced that there are so many entrepreneurial opportunities available on this continent mm. for people to pursue if they ask the right question. So if you have some burning value proposition that you think the world needs to see and mm. hear about, you, you, you should take the leap. Indeed. It does be, you know, the other thing is it becomes difficult when you've got kids. <laughs> Right, and you've got yeah. a little, uh, but but you know it's all you know the devils in the detail, um, the, the the sort of devils in the, um, well, what does Prof- Professor Saras Sarasvati say when we talk about effectual thinking? Right, she says that you need to calculate the losses. Right, that's acceptable, and you run with an acceptable loss. Um, if it's unacceptable. What you need to do is cater for the unacceptable loss. So that's why I said six months, trigger to release more, to make sure. But at the end of the day, if you've got the skills, if you've got the networks, uh, if you've got the knowledge to build, and you also, and especially those networks of people around you who can help you take things over the line, um, then, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm saying what Dr. Rose is saying. Go and take the damn leap. We'll come back. We're going to. Continue chatting to Dr. Rose Phillips. Uh, you started your podcast yet? No. I can't take you anywhere. Eh? I asked you. Hi. You know, you're right. You can't take me anywhere. You can't take me anywhere. I'm, I'm preaching. I'm preaching, but I'm not doing yeah, No, no. I said I can't take you anywhere because of the podcast. I can take you into the room. I can be at lunch. And, you know, now I want to be able to take you anywhere. So we're both starting podcast series, and we're going to be working together as Dr. Mornay is going to be working with us and then independently and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, we, we, we are going to be doing that. Now, I think the best thing to do is also just to follow us on LinkedIn, right? I mean, there's obviously rosephillips.com that you can follow. I've got kinocummies.com that's linked to my business. But um, but also on LinkedIn is where I, I really do a lot of my communication. Um, so, you know, just Kino Cummies, K-I-E-N-O-K-A-M-M-I-E-S, and Rose Phillips is R-O-Z-E-P-H-I-L-I-P-S. So um, that is, uh, that, that's all you need to do, really. Um, but we'll come back. We'll talk about taking the leap. We'll also get to, I mean, apparently, because of my ADD, we were going to talk about your seven takeaways, eh? We're going to get there. Yes, yes. We might have to reduce them to five, but what else? <laughs> what the heck? Exactly. Dr. Rose Phillips and the future now. Dr. Rose Phillips, the future now. Um, and, and Rose, let's get into the, the five. We were talking about seven. We sort of dealt with some of them. Let's look at the 
seven, well, five of the seven takeaways, Rose, that we initially started talking about. Okay, perfect. So just on the last point that we made, I also want to remind people that even if you don't think that you can take the leap, sometimes just work on a side hustle. Exactly. Remember we introduced the concept of a side hustle a couple of months ago yep. where it's a, it's a side project. And when that side project really matures, then you can yep. take the leap. So that's another way if you're a bit more risk averse to, to take the leap um, in, a, in a more risk risk appropriate way, especially yeah. when you've got kids. It's probably, it's, it's, it's probably the wise way of doing it mm. because you, 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 you can build the networks and the relationships that you need in order to take that leap. Because if you just jump in and then you go like, okay, where's everybody now? Um, mm. You could become very scared and look for a job the next month. <laughs> yes. So let me get to one of the stories that just um, almost cemented, and I'm going to. So I'm just going to move them around very quickly because mm. I know we also have to worry about half past eleven. So, that you can do after half past eleven. This is my last show. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to stay with you as long as good. I can. Good, uh, good. It's the last show. As I say, every moment matters. Exactly. So this one I want to talk about is about being indistractable. Um, the the war for your for your attention, and we've spoken about this before. Uh, but I, I really just want to remind people, and I guess it's, it's, a, it's an appropriate time, given that we've just talked about side hustles and, and taking the leap. Mm. We spend an in more, inordinate amount of money and resources protecting personal possessions, right? We've got safes and locks and electric fences and alarms and security guards and insurance and storage lockers. And yet the things that we should be protecting, which is our attention, our time, our energy, these are the things that we leave largely unguarded, waiting to be hijacked, to be quite honest. Um, and so I just want to remind people that whatever gives you traction is not a, a distraction, right? If, mm. if it gives you traction, it's not a distraction. Mm. And the time that you choose to waste, and I know, Kino, for example, you, you're probably going to spend a lot of time pontificating, reflecting. That time mm. that you choose to waste is not wasted time. It's reflection time. Mm. It will help you build your, build your business. Mm. And so for people, instead of focusing on a long to-do list that you start at the beginning of the year and never get through, just think on your of your to be list. What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? What, mm. what, how relevant do you want to be? What is the impact that you want to make? And if you if you focus on that, then the to do list writes itself. There's an advertisement um, that recently said uh, on I saw it on on television uh, recently. We all have in us about two billion heartbeats, and that makes us heartbeat billionaires. So we might not be monetary billionaires, but we've got a billion heartbeat, two and a half billion heartbeats. So we've got, we're heartbeat billionaires. And so the question I need to leave people with is, is what does your heartbeat for? And, and what is your passion? And hopefully you, you, every time your heart beats, it beats uh, according to the passions that you have in life. So that's my one story that I want to leave people with. And I just want to thank, um, I've got this lovely, lovely message as well. Um, Einstein said that a person of, be a person of value, not success. If we become a person who can add value out there, then we uplift humanity. If you chase success, we're not really uplifting others or humanity, but only ourselves. This is a self-serving state of mind. Yet, ultimate transformation starts from the top, i.e. government. Why shouldn't they expire? I'm hoping the expiry date comes soon. Um, there's no rainbow in the ANC, says um, this one listener. And I mean, I, I tend to agree with you. Uh, I think the ANC is a lost cause at the moment. That's my personal opinion. Um, but we are going to go to news headlines and traffic with Regan Thor. And then Lester Kivett, 
the man who will be taking over this show from 9 to 12 next week will be popping in to tell us what's happening on the Midday Report. Regan Morning, Kino. Thanks again. Mango Airlines employees are going into the weekend frustrated and in the dark. There's still no clarity on whether they'll be paid their salaries. The low-cost carrier is still waiting to hear from the Public Enterprise Department about a possible cash lifeline. ESCOM wants workers to put the country first and avoid any possible disturbances to the fragile electricity grid as it heads into pay hike talks next week. Management and three unions are set to sit down from Tuesday. And Israeli investigators are probing what led to a deadly stampede at a mass religious gathering. The death toll from that tragedy has now risen to 44. These stories and more at noon, or as it happens. EWN Traffic. There are faulty traffic lights at Plattkloof and the N7 in the Mulderton area, as well as at Clipfontaine and Jake's Harville in Athlone. Twenty-nine minutes to your twenty-nine minutes to my last radio show. So it feels cool, actually, in a way. It does, and I'm so happy that the man who is going to be taking over. You know, a lot of people leave radio and they go, Doug Beck. I'm not like that. I have things to do, businesses to build, and um, you know, a retirement rose to have by by fifty-seven. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that on a ain't gonna do that on a radio salary, but uh, and and someone did say don't don't chase money, but um, you know I, I believe a lot of that's going to be built on the back of value that is created. So we'll continue with Dr. Rose Phillips. She's my bestie, so we're gonna she's just gonna uh, hop along with us. But Lester Kivett, the man. Kino, I just want to start by saying that. When Thabo Mbeki took over from Nelson Mandela yeah. in 1997 at the Mai King Conference, he yeah. said he knows he has big shoes to fill, mm-hmm. but it's no problem because Nelson Mandela wears ugly shoes. <laughs> yeah. My job is even easier because if I look under the desk, uh, yeah. you're not wearing shoes and you never <laughs> wear shoes. Today with Kino Cummies on Cape Talk. Today with Kino Cummies and Dr. Rose Phillips on Cape Talk. So, Rose. Indeed. Our, uh, the last day. Today, the last day with Kino Cummies and Rose Phillips on Cape Talk. <laughs> My so watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, I'm going to tell two stories, one after the other. Then, um, just we, could, we can debrief and then I want to conclude so that you can also use the last 10 few minutes yeah. to just play back some of the, the old um, episodes that you wanted to play back. So, the, this story, so I'm not going to do all five. So this story is mm. about the art of losing. And it was an episode that I did for Koketsu, who was standing in for you when you left me alone. Yes. Um, on those many occasions that I actually had to run the show on your behalf. <laughs> so, so this is the art of losing. Also, as you say, talking about taking the leap. So in a world that only celebrates winning and, and sometimes at all costs, there, there's very little space to lose without stigma. And yet the opposite of winning is not losing. It's failing to see the bigger picture. That's really what the opposite of winning is. Mm. It's not losing. It's failing to see the big picture. Mm. And, and I want to tell the story of the Lantern Rouge. Now, the Lantern Rouge is a title given to the last place rider on the Tour de France. If people remember, we used to have a Tour de France with yellow jerseys, etc. Um, and, and so the Lantern Rouge is essentially the ultimate loser because it's the last, it's the last place rider. And the term comes from the red lantern that hung outside the last carriage of a train Mm. that signified the end of the train. 
and a book was written by this Lantern Rouge. And the author suggested, after interviewing a few riders, um, that won this title called Lantern Rouge, Rouge, that the Lantern Rouge was better off than the race winner. And, and why? It's because he got to see more of the race than any other and had richer stories to tell because he's the last rider. He sees everyone in front of them. So for the Lantern Rouge, it's not about when he finished the race. For him, it's about how he finished the race and why he finished and what he experienced along the way. Comfortable in the knowledge that his win can only be personal, which is much like life. So I wanted to tell that story of the art of losing. Um, Sometimes we have to embrace losing so we can see the bigger picture. And just because you lose, that does not make you a loser. Just because you mm. fail, it does not make you a failure. And without failing, you won't experiment and you won't learn. So I wanted to tell the story of the art of losing and remind people of the Lantern Rouge, the last rider in the Tour de France who gets to see more of the race than the ones that are racing, racing to the finish line. And then my last story, and then I would like to conclude with something specifically for you, is the one that I told about unmuting yourself, and I'm just reminded by what mm. Lester was saying, uh, which is partly, you know, your legacy, right? One of your legacies at, at a minimum. And unmute yourself was a term, in mm. a sense, that came alive in 2020, because it's a frequent reminder for us to press that unmute button on the Teams call or the Zoom call. You'll say, you're unmute, you're unmute, we can't hear you. Um, and, and I thought that you are on mute is a metaphor for our professional lives, for our personal lives, and also for our civic lives, yeah. our, our lives as citizens when we look at our political scenario. Yeah. It, it, it really is a metaphor for that life and, and for, yeah, more broadly. Absolutely. And I say that because we tiptoe when we should be stomping we whisper when we should be shouting. We are silent when we should be speaking. And we are existing quietly when we should be living loudly. Mm-hmm. So for me, you are on mute. It's more than just a request to find the unmute button on your laptop or Absolutely. on your phone. It's a reminder. It's a clarion call to let your voice be heard, which is also what your show has been about, to teach us to let our voices be heard. So those were the two stories I wow. wanted to leave the listeners with. And then I wanted to conclude with the blog that I've written. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> May I? Okay, in the last minute. And this is, this is specifically for you, Kino, but for anybody else that is considering a side hustle that might become their big idea um, or thinking about their, their impact and thinking about their relevance. Mm. And I'm going to use this in the context of the future now. So we all have these smart watches nowadays, right? It's an Apple watch or a Garmin. Mine is a Garmin. Mm. So I wrote this. I miss the days when a watch was just a watch. Now I wear the smarty pants watch that reminds me every day that I'm not taking enough steps, clearly oblivious to my being in lockdown or that I have to apply social distancing. What my watch does not appreciate is the long road I've walked, the valleys I've traversed, the hills I've climbed. Sometimes a flat road, sometimes through thick mud, on the odd occasion, even blissfully downhill. At times I carried excess baggage, at times I carried nothing. Sometimes I had to be pulled by the hand, sometimes I had the strength to pull others along on the journey. I've at times wandered aimlessly, other times I've programmed the GPS. Many times I did get lost, but always found my way guided by my North Star. I've traveled the road less traveled. It's a difficult one, it's a lonely one, but it's also a rewarding one, full of lessons that only tough journeys teach you. I've met other travelers, all following different maps. The stories of their journeys always captivating. 
Along the way, I've stopped to listen to the birds and appreciate the sound of laughter. I've even appreciated the sound of silence. Mm. I keep walking, putting one foot in front of the other, despite the occasional kibble in the shoe and blisters on my soles, safe in the knowledge that there are many more sights mm. to see, people to meet, and experiences to appreciate on this journey of life. Wow. If my watch really was smart, it would recognize all the steps I've taken thus far and award me my champion's badge. So that to you, wow. Tino, in honor of you and your pluckies, and the pluckies <laughs> you will be wearing going down your next chapter. Absolutely. And thank you for the time, and thank you, listeners, for your time also. And people will catch us online at some stage, Rose. We'll share that information. But um, this, this is not a, a lost relationship. Um, absolutely not. And I just want to thank you for all your great insights as well. And thank you. I can't wait to make magic with you moving forward. Yeah, we're going to do our podcast. Absolutely.